0: Hello and welcome to Agile at Lundbeck. We've all heard about Agile, but what exactly is it? On Agile at Lundbeck, we ask various stakeholders to give their take on your questions about Agile. So you understand it, form and inform your own opinions, and maybe even implement it when it makes sense.
1: When it comes to agile ways of working, there are many buzzwords. Is it a valuable way of working or is it just words and ceremonies? Is it possible to apply this way of working to Lundberg? And what is it concrete that you do when you work agile? These are some of the questions we will discuss today. And we're lucky to have a guest. Welcome to the podcast.
0: Could you introduce yourself? Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me, Ria. My name is Selene Kirstein, and uh, I'm heading the department called Regulatory Science and Policy. We are a small team of three persons, and uh, organizationally, we are anchored in the regulatory affairs area. Can you uh, tell me a little bit more about your area? Yes. On a daily basis, my team is working very closely to the Lundbeck's portfolio. So both to the development projects in our pipeline, but also to our marketed products. So specifically what we do is that we do some regulatory science analysis. We do regulatory intelligence, and we also engage externally in the regulatory environment. And all of this, we gather insights and then can inform and guide the decisions that we are taking in regulatory strategy and also more broadly on our drug development strategies. Does it mean that you are working in projects? We have quite a broad uh, interface to many other areas across R and D. Our working days are never the same. Uh, we are allocated to specific projects, but uh, we also get a lot of ad hoc task- tasks uh, coming in on a daily basis.
1: And how long have you been with Lundbeck?
0: Yeah, so I've actually been with Lundbeck for a long time—22 years this summer—and it's also been. Quite interesting to see how Lundbeck has evolved over the years on how ways of working in different aspects and now we're zooming in on, on, on the building an agile culture. Yes, because this is
1: actually what we are talking about today. So thank you for the introduction. How did it all start for you talking about agile?
0: <laughs> yeah, so I was uh, fortunate enough to be um, product owner for one of the four agile frontrunner projects that was running a couple of years back uh, with the objective to try out this agile way of working um, generate some burnings uh, in different projects. And, um, and so this was really what inspired me to further think about other places or other setups where we could also apply uh, agile way of working. Can you tell us a little bit about what did you specific change in your way of working? What have you done in your team? What I try or what we try to implement in our team was to uh, to work uh, more stepwise, uh, to also work more closely to uh, stakeholders and check in with stakeholders along the way. And then also to be more transparent towards each other in my area, my team in terms of uh, what each of us uh, have been working on. And um, and I think I'll just really stress uh, when I say elements of agile because to me I don't really see agile just as one fixed set of working that has to be the same in in all aspects. But it is about choosing the elements that will create value for this given project that you're working on.
1: And can we go back to the different elements? Can you give some uh, examples of how you do it? For example, the stepwise, just to. Mm. Enlightening us.
0: Yeah. In our team, we have taken a deliberate decision or choice to work agile. We operate with many parallel tasks uh, towards many different stakeholders. And uh, we also want to ensure that our deliverable or our output is really leveraged in all different areas. So what it concretely means in terms of agile elements that we have taken in is, is a Kanban board. We do some, uh, some uh, weekly stand-ups, we uh, work in sprints, and uh, we are doing some ceremonies that is called planning and retrospective. We, we have found out that what works for us is to have two uh, weekly stand-ups by the board. So we stand by the board and then each of us move the post-its with our tasks uh, written on them according to how they have progressed since, since the last uh, stand-up.
1: And when you say this is what works for us, that is also a a core element in Agile ways of working, right? We have to try something out, experiment, and maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And then we adjust and do something else. So I guess you didn't start where you are right now. You have uh, adjusted over time.
0: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So for example, on the sprints, so it defines a specific time period where you work on the tasks. Uh, We have tried different duration of that sprint. So for us, we now have settled to do sprints of one month duration because that, that worked for us. In the beginning, those sprints were much shorter, but we found we needed more time to actually have a meaningful duration to complete our tasks. And I'm a
1: little bit curious of if we look at your team and the team members, how do they feel about working this way?
0: Some of the feedback I received from colleagues within my team is that it has created a lot of value for us as a team, that we have these two weekly stand-ups physically. So meeting face-to-face, we really find it valuable to stand in front of each other and look at the board together.
1: Agile ways of working is also about making impact. Uh, So did it have any impact in your team or in your area?
0: Yeah, we've definitely um, obtained very much a shared view as to what tasks Mm -hmm. uh, we are working on individually. And it has also enabled us much quicker to leverage on the experience of each other to create that synergy that we were looking out for. If someone in our team would be struggling with a given task or getting forward, we could quickly help each other out because we had good insight. We have good insight into what each other are doing. Other than that, I think it has really helped us to uh, prioritize our tasks. If we have received some really uh, critical or... Tasks that needed high, uh, to be expedited really mm-hmm. fast then we have been quickly able to reprioritize and we have been able to do it together so we have all been aware that now we are reprioritizing and we have all done that um, in alignment but i think on a daily basis it's for everybody in the team to to also be be part of the decision making and and bring forward their views uh, in how we should do things so it has been more of a kind of, yeah, joint ownership of decisions to be taken in terms of prioritizing, for example.
1: If we turn back time to the beginning, uh, before you started out, what was your biggest fear when you started this journey?
0: Biggest fear, I think it was that it would be um, a little bit too much, a little bit too cumbersome to uh, maybe maintain on a daily basis. Uh, it would take too much, take up too much time, basically. Um, because uh, we really wanted to have something that didn't do that. It should be something that was easy to manage on a daily basis. Um, and i also be honest and say that uh, it does require some resources, uh, especially in the beginning. So it it it's it's more of an investment, definitely at, at the beginning. So all in a way you can say that it requires resources to, to optimize resources. But did it get easier over time? It definitely (laughs) got easier over time and now it comes uh, natural to us that now when we have the stand-ups, we know what we're going to do and the ceremonies as well. We have a good understanding of what we are going to to discuss. So it definitely comes more natural now. Mm.
1: If you could turn back time with the knowledge or the experience or the things you learned,
0: did you want to do something different in this process? Exactly. Really good questions, and we were actually discussing that a little bit in in our team as well, and we've been reflecting on that. Uh, and because we couldn't really point to one big thing or two big things that we would do uh, differently, because uh, and maybe it's the conclusion we came to was more that that it's because we actually adjusted on an ongoing basis. So if there were things that were not working, for example, the, this the duration of our sprints, then we were adjusting that uh, for the next sprint. So it was incremental adjustments or improvements uh, all along the way so it does look different now that it did one year ago when we started uh, working in this way but but there is no kind of major things that we would be doing differently so
1: if uh, if we have some colleagues out in the organization in Lundbeck who wants to try agile ways of working what would you recommend them to do as a first step
0: I would um, definitely recommend that it's about finding your agile way of working. Picking those elements that make sense for you and your team or your project, and, uh, and just maybe start out small. So we, in our team, we call it. We have found our agile dialect. So those are the elements that works uh, for us, and we have adjusted them so it suits our need.
1: I wish you the best of luck in your team and it has been really interesting to listen to your thoughts and experience. So thank you for joining. Thank you so much. To summarize what Lena just told us, Agile Ways of Working has given her team a common understanding. They have become better at prioritizing and helping each other in the team. They have found their own way into the Agile Ways of Working, a so-called Agile Dialect. Try it out, experiment, and find your own dialect. If you want more inspiration, you can go to Agile at Lundbeck on BrainWeb. Thank you for listening.